Isaac, how, where are we for this layover? Uh, so for this layover, we landed in Westview. Okay. But Westview. do you know like where that is? No, I was going to ask you where, where is Westview and, and maybe better question. When is Westview? I don't, I honestly have no idea. I couldn't tell you, you know, I looked up some, some court records, but there's like no, there is a courthouse, but there's no, you know, name for the county. Is it the county courthouse? I, Olivia, I'm very confused. Um, We're, we're in this layover, but do you know how long we've been here? I, I, I don't, wait, didn't we just get here but it feels like no, we've been if, here forever. No, 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 we've been here for like a long time. Uh, about this, man, I don't, I don't know what's happening <laughs> today on our flyover, uh, film country layover episode. We are we we are stuck in Westview, um, the home of Wanda and Vision. There, it's so hard to like do a bit because we could have done some like uh bewitched or i love lucy like 50s kind of mm-hmm. uh v- vibe in accent you know that that 50s yeah, accent yeah yeah, yeah 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 like everybody on the radio talk like this and blah, 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 blah. um but like i i feel like so in a weird way these episodes have moved very fast and very mm-hmm. slow and yeah. also deliberately revealed so little about what's so going on little yeah, yeah. so the the fir- we'll be t- discussing the first three episodes of wandavision and yeah i think you you make a good point like it they've moved so fast like at the whenever the the tv screen comes up at the very end of the episode it's like no wait no how is it over but also what is happening is that how it ends the the little tv surveillance screen every I think, episode i, I think, think so yeah. So, well, before we really dive in, do you want to discuss kind of the MCU over like overall what's kind of happening right now, uh how WandaVision fits into the MCU? Sure. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be good. We can do a quick a quick walk down through that and kind of look at some some stuff that's ahead for Marvel. Before we start, Olivia, what's your favorite MCU movie? My favorite, not, not the best. Oh man, okay. Your favorite. Oh man, I don't know. I really, I love the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. I think I like Volume One more than I like Volume Two, but I've only ever seen Volume One or Volume Two once. But I also love Captain Marvel, even though everyone hates it. Volume so. Two is. I know you love Captain Marvel, so if you want to say Captain Marvel, I'm not gonna. No, it's you, I. So. It, I really genuinely do love Volume One. I think that I think that's okay. Yeah, yeah, but so Volume Two is critically underrated. I think it's one of the yeah. It which it is one of the best Marvel movies. I would I would say more than one, but my favorite is Ant Man and the Wasp. I'm probably like <sighs> one of five yeah. people who feels that way Ant-Man? as it being their personal favorite. No, one of my friends, my friend Carly, loves the Ant Man movies, and she really loves Ant Man and the Wasp. So I think that that she would also say something similar to that about it just being great. It really is genuinely a good movie. Paul Rudd is the emotional uh, crux of Avengers Endgame, <laughs> he re- and 
Yeah. I saw I saw something the other day that said we need to give a shout out to the rat that was in the the van yeah. in game that saved the universe. Because it saved Scott Lang and Scott yeah. Lang ended up saving the universe. Yeah. Well, so it's been a while since we've had anything, any new Marvel content. Yes. I mean, did you see well, Spider-Man 2 uh, or Spider-Man Far From Home in theaters? I did. Okay. Yeah. That's a that's a fun one. It was fun. It was yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal was was I think great Killed it. as he's so good. Uh, yeah, as Mysterio. That's who yep. he played, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. It was good. I liked it. Who is yet another person who was wronged by Tony Stark, uh, which was not original in and of itself, but the way that they went about it, photoshopping uh-huh. him into uh, scenes from Captain America: Civil War and Iron Man were very clever. Um, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, um so yeah speaking of of spider-man for the third one are they doing doing the spider-verse like it looks like it we okay here's the thing we haven't actually seen set photos that like that this is confirmed, confirmed. Yeah. but people i mean there's so many reports that toby mcguire and andrew garfield and i've seen several that said emma stone is also there mm-hmm. yeah i have no idea I think it's oh. smart. I think it's smart for a third movie for them to go big. They did that with Civil War mm-hmm. and it worked. Um I mean, we're going to get less focus on our our own Tom Holland, but right. you know what? Toby and Andrew are going to be in it, so Yeah. Who cares? Well, and they kind of went big for Thor Ragnarok too. That's I true. mean, they uh, added another major MCU character. Yeah. It's smart. It's, yeah. So I don't know. Go big or go home. How did you feel when the Marvel credits started rolling as soon as you hit play oh. on WandaVision, the first oh, episodes? It, it was just really nice to hear the music. I didn't realize, and I think we've talked about, maybe we haven't talked about this. I didn't realize how much I missed hearing that music and how, how excited it got me. I was, as soon as it started playing, I was like, oh, here we go. It's happening. It's happening. Uh, did, did you have any strong I think I may have accidentally just paused our recording. So you may have glitched out for just a second, but uh, uh, your question, did I have any strong feelings about it? I, I was, I was pleasantly surprised. That was, uh, or I was pleasantly surprised at how war- warm it made me feel. Yeah. Um, it, it has been, okay. So Spider-Man came out, it will be two years mm-hmm. this summer of 2021 mm-hmm. since we saw some, something new from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, because COVID-19 pushed everything back. Uh, and I was seeing reports earlier that Eternals and Shang-Chi and Black Widow are probably going to be pushed again. Black Widow for sure has been pushed back, okay. which makes me feel yeah. like everything else is going to be pushed back. Which makes sense. So, yeah. But I think so much has changed. That was one of the things I was going to ask you, Olivia. So much has changed in the way that I watch movies mm-hmm. and consume content and media that I didn't have a thrill when I when I heard that dun 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 mm. and like you see all the little the montage of the different characters I was it felt good and it felt warm and like ah mm-hmm. oh, I feel I feel kind of safe like I know that this is gonna yeah. be good but I wasn't like jumping out of my seat or anything gotcha I think I wonder if that's due to the fact that like we know we're not going to a movie theater anytime soon. And I mean, uh, like you said, all these movies have been pushed back. 
um and not just marvel movies like i saw uh, a quiet place part two has been pushed back um no time to die has been pushed back i just assume pretty much everything's been pushed back f- for a while which really sucks yeah yep um so we'll just have to wait and see i <clears throat> i was looking at black widow you know the the rumors i guess before it was officially moved that it was probably going to be moved and saw just a quick clip of david harbour and rachel vice and florence Pugh joining scarlett johansson i was like this is a good cast and i haven't like yeah. given enough credit to how great the cast is and how fun it would be to so see good. them on screen and that we're gonna yeah. have to wait longer to do so yeah so that sucks but um yeah so like some some of my consuming or, or i i definitely am not in the there's there's a realm of people who think that who who treat marvel movies as i have to go see this in the theater it's just what you do you mm-hmm. go and see this big spectacle in the theater kind of like sure. like a transformers movie but that's kind of become ubiquitous for specifically marvel movies so i'm not in that category of people who thinks that that's the only type of movie that you should pay attention to slash see in a theater mm-hmm. but these are fun they're yeah. fun they're good quality i'm really excited to talk about this show specifically because they have never done anything like this and right. i think that that's too that's almost to a fault for mm-hmm. for their sake so i'm very excited to talk about one division episodes one through three with you um so real quick this year unless we get some uh, some of these titles pushed because of COVID-19 decimating the theater industry and Hollywood itself. We will get Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki on Disney+. Plus. Those will be like May, June. We're going to get What If in November, I think. Yeah, I think Winter Soldier and... Or Falcon and Winter Soldier comes out in March. I think it's like almost a week or two after WandaVision finishes and wraps up okay then we get um falcon and winter soldier which i'm excited about i think it'll be fun oh yeah we love we love an anthony mackie how do you feel about sebastian stan Uh, he's kind of uh, i like as as an actor or like as a person i don't know anything about him as a person i was gonna say as oh lots of people want to a lot of people want to cancel him really yeah apparently he's like a republican no, I well, I don't know about that, but that he's like dated. He's a Republican. Uh, he his like girlfriend or whatever has said some like oh, or, I like racist I remember things or very something like that. And he's like this, yeah, yeah. His girlfriend is like significantly younger than him, which whatever. I mean, but everyone in the MCU has to. You have to be at least like forty five to be. In the yeah, MCU. they're all they're all that old. I mean, <laughs> not that it. I don't know. I feel I have strong feelings about age and stuff but that's just me anyway not the point um Uh, i get that we're gonna have to focus because this will be a little bit shorter of a layover episode but i we're still on time so we're good yeah um shang chi later october i should have put the dates on here that's my bad spider-man 3 spider-man 3 is gonna be a christmas movie did you see that i did not yeah that's so great i can't wait to add another a a new movie to my favorite christmas so now uh, you'll Olivia, you'll be able to buy a Tom Holland Spider-Man action figure wearing a Santa cap. Oh, that's all I wanted. Yeah, that's all I want. Well, you that's get that all that the me mega, 
the mega corporation of Disney in 70 wanted. That's that's all they wanted. <laughs> um, so that's everything that's coming later this year. That's great. I love knowing that we're going to get some more fun Marvel content. Yeah. Um, oh, and he, I think I said Eternals as well. Eternals is slated for November, so we'll see. I'm very excited about that. Rewatched the Loki trailer yesterday. Tom Holland might be the single greatest and Holland most fun. What? Holland or Hiddleston? Did I say Holland? Yeah. Tom Hiddleston. I apologize. It's okay. Tom Hiddleston, I think, is the single greatest actor slash character slash most fun to watch. He's fun. I've never thought about this before. I mean, obviously, I spoke about my love of Paul Rudd earlier. Paul Rudd might be number one for me. But Tom Hiddleston, I think, is a better actor. And charming as hell he's and so yeah, fun he to watch and so i rewatched yeah. the trailer i re- remembered that owen wilson is gonna be in it oh frick yeah and i was like oh my gosh and he has a mustache and so he's gonna play a role with this prison that loki's in i, I never I'm, I, yeah yeah i was gonna say i'm gonna change i'm gonna kind of talk about owen wilson i never really <laughs> thought he and luke wilson looked that much alike but with the mustache they really yep. looked alike yep i agree i agree i think because Luke Wilson always looks like a dad and Owen always play like he he's in movies where he always plays kind of like the almost kind of like the playboy. And so mm-hmm. I don't know. He looks more like a dad with a mustache on. There is something and I'll, I'm going to talk about Loki for just a second because it is it's very unique that Loki will to the credit of Robert Downey Jr. who just knocked it out of the park with his role as Iron Man and made this mm-hmm. iconic figure. Um, no one else could have played him like that. I would say that people would argue this about Captain America too, but it's just not the same. Um, I think a lot of other people could have played Captain America really well. I don't think anyone else could have played Loki as well. And I don't think yeah. Tom Hiddleston gets enough credit for how great of a character he is and I but like and this is just kind of 24 hours of me thinking it through like mm-hmm. he is he like people love him yeah even like way yeah. more than anyone expected him to and they're mm-hmm. like well people love you like you're gonna be actually like a good guy in Thor the Dark World and like yeah you will be in Thor Ragnarok like you're not dead <laughs> so uh, yeah well know, and I, I think know. that's that's why they keep bringing him back is because there is out of like all the Marvel fans there is a like a subgroup of Loki Ed's, like fanboys yeah. and girls that just love him and love Tom Hiddleston's like portrayal of him. And, yeah. and and so I think that because that is actually a very large group of people, they keep bringing him back. Uh, one of our one of our friends from college is watching the MCU all the way mm-hmm. through uh, for the first time and she texted me and she goes i i have to admit i love loki and she's she was like i didn't think i was going to at first but she she is like i love loki i love tom hiddleston he's great and i was like yeah he i think he's uh i think he's you kind of don't take him seriously you don't take anyone seriously in the first thor movie no uh, especially the warriors three like the, the guy who's big and eating meat the whole time you're like yeah uh, all right oh yeah. real quick i <laughs> i'm regurgitating this story because i've listened to blank check with griffin and david so many times but they when they talk about the mcu and kenneth uh, Branagh, mm-hmm. he so he directed the first thor movie right 
one of the guys, I think it was the Warriors three who uh, eats the ham, and I don't know his name or uh, his character's name. I apologize, but he's asked. He was asking Kenneth Branagh like, "How do I act this? Do I like just lean into it?" And and Kenneth Branagh said, "Yeah, you got to just like this is kind of I'm going for like a Shakespearean kind of epic vibe here." And the actor goes, "Okay, I just don't want to ham it up too much." Kenneth Branagh, you can look this up. Kenneth Branagh said. Uh, you may take a dip in the river of ham. I've done it many a time. <laughs> I mean, that's what the he did. The river of ham. The river of ham. That's what he did when he was in uh, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Like, yes, he really yeah. hammed it up. And it was oh, great. Yeah. It was like the whole character. And it was yep. awesome. Kenneth Branagh's fun. Yeah. Um, okay, so, so what if will be fun? That animation style looks really cool. Um, I'm probably most excited for Eternals. I hope that yeah. we get to see that in theaters and not push to Disney Plus. Um, WandaVision will tie into Doctor Strange somehow, which will be interesting. Yeah. I'm also, so I think it's important for us to preface and say that we don't read the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, we, we read Watchmen. We do read comics, but very, very rarely. We are not like... I, I would describe myself as a nerd, but I am not a comic book nerd. I wish I was, but I am not. I have not been... I, I would say the only exception I would make to that, or that I will make to that, eventually is Tanahasi Coates' run of Black Panther, which I didn't oh, yeah. realize is concluding this year. And it, yes. my brother just praises them to no end. Um, so I will read those at some point. But... I yeah don't have the patience. I haven't been impressed by some of the comics that I have read, so I just don't care. I'd rather wait to see the uh, big screen depictions. So, but you you feel the same way for the most part, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. So. Um, now, Wandavision was based on a very specific run of Vision by I think Tom King. I'm pretty sure that was his name, um, but that's all I know about it. Where they like have this fantastical reality where they get to live together and have kids and all that stuff. Um, But I don't know anything else beyond that. So what's happening in phase, I guess, is it four? Four. Yeah. We're in phase four right now. Yeah. What's up? What's coming up after everything else that we just mentioned? Uh, I mean, eventually they're going to have Captain Marvel too, which, Mm -hmm. This is also going to somehow tie into Captain Marvel because we have Monica Rambeau, adult Monica Rambeau in it. Um, and I know that actor, uh, I can't remember her name off the top of my head. She it has been confirmed to be in Captain Marvel too. So, Tashiana. Um, no, no, no. Uh, no, I was thinking of She-Hulk because I read that earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't um, remember her name. I think it starts it, with a T though. Tayana Paris. Tayana Paris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. So she's going to be in it. And then we've got the next Thor movie, the final Guardians of the Galaxy movie, and then also Black Panther 2, which Panther 2. No, no one really knows how that's going to work out. So uh, We also have Oscar Isaac is officially cast as Moon Knight. Oh, yeah. I know not, I know not, again, we're know approaching this as like, you know, enthusiastic, but also non-nerd uh, fans and i know nothing about moon knight or his powers nothing but the only reason i care is because of oscar isaac and ethan hawk 
is going to play oh, yeah. the villain. I was like, someone else was in that. Yep. Yes. Um, uh, also, Christian Bale is joining Thor Love and Thunder, which will be so fun. That'll be so fun. So, yeah, Bale's going to be in Love and Thunder. Are, so, so is Natalie Portman going to become Thor? Do we? I think, I think is that, that is the plan. The plan. Yeah. Which happens in the uh, Jane Foster does become Thor, somehow mm. becomes Thor. I think she gets really sick with like cancer or something and somehow Thor can give her, like save her by giving her his powers. I don't, yep. I, I read that on the internet. I love how helpful we are to people. <laughs> yeah, there are people who like actually like read the comics and know all the storylines ah! and stuff, and are like, "Okay, I this news just came out five minutes ago, and I already have a video ready to go on YouTube." And it's yep. like, how how do you guys do that? How how what do you how, how do you work from home? None of us work from home. Uh, how would you feel if in Black Panther two, Shuri became the Black Panther, but also Michael B. Jordan was resurrected and was a protagonist? I would, I would love that. See, so I I'm conflicted because Black Panther is probably the most powerful and relevant Marvel movie. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at all of them that are going to stand sure. the test of time, yeah. And negating his death would be a shame, but yeah. also it's Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Yeah. Jordan is amazing and rules one hundred percent. He's he's great. I love him so much. Um, and I love I love. The character of Shuri. Um, what is that actor's name? Uh, da, 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 is it? Da, da. It's Letitia. Letitia Wright. Yep. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 She's she's fantastic. I I love her. I think she's she's great. And so I want so badly because that happens in the the comics as well. Yep. Shuri ends up taking up the mantle of Black Panther at some point. So yeah. I don't want them to recast. I don't think that they will. Yeah, I, don't, I I think that I think uh what's the director's name? Uh uh Ryan Coogler. I think Coogler has said we're not recasting. Yeah. Uh I, I, but he but he I also is so. having to like rewrite the script because he had it written with Chadwick Boseman in mind. Right. Which is really sad. Probably one of the greatest losses of twenty twenty. Man, it and it hit everyone so hard. Yeah. Yeah. So um She Hulk. Do you know any, have you watched Or- Orphan Black? I know that Tashiana uh-uh. Maslany has, or I think that's right, Maslany. Um, she's one of the main characters in Orphan Black, but I have not I don't know anything watched about it. The, I don't know Orphan anything Black. about She-Hulk. Um, I know she is Bruce Banner's cousin. She's yep. an attorney, which they've, I've seen where people might connect that, like her being an attorney to uh, Daredevil, possibly Spider-Man. Uh, because people are thinking that Daredevil is going to be his like, oh also in Spider Man three yeah he's going to be in Spider Man three and not as Daredevil but as um, Matt Murdock yes I could not yeah. think of his name Matt Murdock and be representing Spider Man or, or Peter Parker um, especially since in the series and I think they do this in the comics as well um, Matt Murdock and Matt and Foggy do kind of like represent people who can't really afford attorneys, mm-hmm. which would be Peter Parker in this case. Would love so. to see 
would love to see Charlie Cox return as Daredevil. I yes. think we both feel Which that I, way. Yeah, and I feel like that has hasn't been confirmed, but lots of rumors that he is for sure coming back. But or that he's been seen on set. And yeah. That kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> Ant Man the Wasp is going to come like in 2023. It's called Quantum Manium. Jonathan Majors. I'm so of about Jonathan Da Majors. Five Bloods. And uh, what is it's Love Lovecraft Country? Love, yeah. Um, well, he was in that. A, was it an A twenty four movie? The last. The last black man, man San Francisco. Yes, yeah, he's yeah, been yeah. in some high profile stuff. He's really great. I think if he's the main villain, I or one of the main villains of of this phase or the next several phases, yeah, totally fine with it. Bring it Kath- on. Catherine Newton replaced Emma Furman as Cassie Lang. Uh, Catherine Newton's been in Freaky and a couple other things. She's blonde, so I don't know how they're going to retcon that Scott, Scott mm-hmm. had a uh, brunette daughter. And yeah. Emma Furman it was also in that scene that was kind of like one of the emotional one of the, underpinnings yeah. of the entire like MCU. Didn't you get emotional? Like, like you, oh, yeah, you got emotional. I got emotional. Yeah, I, th- I think we all did. But I remember you and I specifically talking about that. Such a strange choice to make Paul Rudd that, like, hey, you you have to sell the loss, but like they could and they kind of did with like Scarlett Johansson had some had a couple great scenes where mm-hmm. she's just like trying to hold it together. Um, after I guess it's like three years later, or five years later, or whatever. I think it's five years later. But Paul Rudd carries the show, and I think that was one of those like curveball pitches that. They're like, I think that Paul Rudd could do this and it could just take people by surprise and it worked totally. But anyway, mm-hmm. we're sad that Emma Furman is no longer Cassie Lang. Yeah. But who knows? Guardians 3 is coming. Ironheart is coming in 2024. Um, that's a line of Iron Man stories where a young black woman uh, gets Tony Stark's technology. And Dominique Thorne has been cast as Riri williams that character from the comics did you know that i i did did know that i don't know anything about dominique thorne but yeah, i i did know that that character had been cast john watts of the last two spider-man movies is directing a fantastic four reboot we don't know who's cast that's coming in 2024 and coming in phase five or six who knows when is mahershala ali as blade i'm so excited it's gonna be so cool he is so cool i'm pumped Mahershala Ali could do anything, and I would be like, "Yeah, I'll see that. I'll watch yep. that." Same, same. So, um, Olivia, let's Isaac, talk about Wandavision. Let's let's do it. What? Uh, what are you gonna say? No, I was gonna Sorry. ask you, but you go ahead. You ask the first question. I was just gonna be like, "What did you think about?" I was gonna give a broad, <laughs> uh, underhand pitch to you, but if you're gonna ask something more I was specific, just gonna I ask think what, you should. No, do. I wasn't. I was gonna ask you what what you thought of it, just in general. I I love these episodes. Mm-hmm. I knew that you you know from the trailer from from the first trailer we've known for a while that this is going to be a parody on old TV sitcoms, mm-hmm. family friendly sitcoms, and I think that they're leaning into it and it's yeah. funny. And there's also like a sense of what the heck is going on right um that has only we've only seen hints and i think that 
if this goes for one episode longer, I'm going to get impatient and <laughs> uh, frustrated. But I think that the way that episode three ends, we will see a lot of behind the scenes stuff mm-hmm. happen in this next episode next week. I think, yeah, no, I understand that. I, I think that it's really, it's going to start picking. I think for me, the first two episodes were, okay, cool. We've got this, like, we're referencing all these old sitcoms. That's really awesome. The third episode is like, all right, so we're kind of moving, moving, you know, into later decades. We're starting to pick up steam. And then the way it ends, it's like, okay, I, I think it's going to start picking up real quick. Uh, and I feel like it's going to be one of those things where as episodes progress and are released, we get to the finale and we're like, wait, no, I have so many more questions, which probably won't be answered until Dr. Strange too. Um, that's my, my guess. I don't know if that's actually going to happen. Who's to say, but yeah, no, I understand feeling a little impatient. How does it feel seeing vision again, knowing that he's probably dead? For, the, for everyone who's listening and think that this is an alternate reality, this probably isn't an alternate reality. This is probably some kind of like fabrication that Wanda has trapped herself in in order mm-hmm. to experience life with vision. Yeah, yeah. And you get, I, you get even more hints of that in this, this most recent this, episode yeah, with the, the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh yeah, well, yeah. It, it's it's the most uh, it's the, that the third episode is most fresh in my mind because I watched it last night. Right. Yeah. But how about that scene where he's he's talking to her, and I forget what he says, but she doesn't like what he says, so it just rewinds immediately. It like almost glitches. Like I thought the internet yeah. cut out or something. Yep. Like I thought it was buffering, and I was, I was like wait no that was purposeful oh that was awesome like i thought that was really great very Um, very clever like yeah props to props to the producers there's so many little things like that Mm -hmm. that just make me oh okay i'm you have my attention i'm a little i'm a little frustrated but i like you're you're placing these specific hints and geraldine's character gets thrown out right of the simulation by wanda you can see, I think that the implication there is that Geraldine's trying to safely pull Wanda mm-hmm. out of whatever is happening, mm-hmm. which means that either Wanda's creating it herself mm-hmm. or rumors that Catherine Hahn's character is uh, Agatha Harkness, I think. Yeah. Who is in the comics Wanda's mentor slash arch enemy sometimes yeah i was gonna say i think she becomes an adversary or um like a antagonist to to scarlet witch in the comics um but yeah so i i watched this it was only like three or four minutes earlier today it was a three or four minute video by this guy brandon davis who i follow on twitter um and he was saying that like in the house of I think it's house of m, m yeah comic storyline like this is definitely pulling from that and then there's um because i think it's that storyline where wanda creates this like fictional mm-hmm. reality of of what's happening so that she can be with vision um there i remember after infinity war when 
Vision dies, which, side note, Wanda has experienced so much trauma in her life. Yeah. I can't, I like, it, it's not surprising at all she has created this fictional reality. But it's anyway. it's important to note, too, that Paul Bettany and Wanda or and Elizabeth Olsen are excellent actors. That, yes. that this is basically an excuse for the showrunners just let them act, which yeah. is so fun to watch in and of itself. And I, but I also understand that a lot of fans will be upset that it's not balls to the wall, Winter Soldier, gritty action, which honestly we've come to expect from Marvel. Yeah. Um, and I, they're also two of the most underserved characters in they the are. entire universe. Yeah, they they are. I don't know if you watched the uh, Marvel Legends. Mm-mm, no. So it's it's like seven or eight minute snippets. Basically, it, it doesn't tell you anything that you don't already know. It just like kind of compiles all these different scenes from the different movies. Um, and I know that for sure they've released one over Wanda and and Vision before um WandaVision was released and I had for I really had forgotten like so much about Wanda I mean she and her brother were basically orphaned because there was a, like a civil war going on in um their home country bec- and and people were using Stark Industries like bombs basically Mm -hmm. and so they had this hatred towards tony stark because of that so another person yet yet again wronged (laughs) by tony um and she mentions pietro in this third episode who how do you feel about pietro and aaron taylor johnson's uh character in age of ultron i because people yeah people i mean there are people who don't like him but people were also like he was a stupid character so I'm glad he died. I'm like, uh, he's underserved, oh. but yeah. I think it. I think it was important for the sake of story and continuity. Yeah, like, I, She has to be grieving her brother too, right? You know? She and she hasn't had time to. Right. Like they've just kind of been go 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 since since the events of Ultron, and so they haven't really had time. She hasn't had time to grieve, which is what like what I was getting at. Like she she and her brother are like are taken by um strucker and i mean they like sign up for it or whatever quote unquote sign up for it but they're basically tormented and tortured because they have these powers and abilities and then she sees her 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 freaking brother died trying to save freaking hawkeye who who sucks who sucks (laughs) um but if uh if katie Wait, Kaylee Steinfeld? Haley. Haley Steinfeld. If she becomes Hawkeye. That's all I want. Yep. Jeremy yeah. Renner can go make his app. <laughs> his music career. <laughs> and then, so yeah, and then Wanda, she has to kill Vision. And then freaking Thanos uses the Time Stone to bring him back. back. <laughs> yeah, bring him back. And then kills him again. So she, she, one, kills him, and then two, has to see him die again. I can't imagine how traumatic that must be for her. And for that's anyone. one of the things, like, if you don't resonate with Pietro dying in Age of Ultron, which I don't think very many people did, or yeah. as far as, like, the pain that Wanda was going through, 
that moment, <laughs> that moment in Infinity War, like, I mean, you, dread just pervades you the whole time you watch yeah. Infinity War for the first time. But especially that scene, you're like, oh my gosh, she just yeah. killed him. Oh my gosh, yeah. he's not dead. Oh my gosh, he's dead. And yeah. she watched it happen. Like, yeah. it's one of those, it's one of those like, holy cow things. And then is it Captain America Civil War at the beginning where they, are like uh, you can tell they're becoming friends or they yeah. like, they have some kind of relationship. But there was another traumatic. Yeah, it was civil war because this mm-hmm. is the they have to the whole thing is the Sokovian Accords where she is trying to save people, but then ends up also killing a bunch of people in an attempt to save other people. Yep. And you know, Captain America's like it's part of the job. Sometimes sometimes people die and it sucks. And you know you just. And he's like trying to comfort her and then vision comes in and is also trying to comfort her but she's like beating herself up and i can't imagine living with that guilt yeah and then she turns against vision later in civil war in order to go fight with does she fight with she fights with cap yeah because she's like because iron iron man is like we need to like rein everything in rein everyone in and she eventually gets to the point where she's like I don't care. I can't control their fear, mm-hmm. which is fair. She can't, but she can control her powers, which brings us back to WandaVision. I don't know if she can control her powers right now. I think that's one of the implications yeah. of everything that's happening, um, which is fascinating because uh, we haven't really seen a character in the MCU with these kind of like unknown depths and limits to their right. powers yeah so but and the only way to explore it is by just doing weird wacky stuff like right, which is, going back to the 50s and you know 70s i guess 70s and episode three yeah also side note this is just talking about the set design in the very first episode their house looks exactly like uh the house in dick van dyke yep in the dick yep. van dyke show and then in the the most recent the third episode it's the brady bunch it's the house from the Brady Bunch, except that it's just flipped. Because the entire time I was like, that looks like the stairs from the Brady Bunch. And <laughs> my parents were talking about it. And my mom's like, that's that's exactly the house. It's just reversed, which I really appreciated. Um, and they kind of like the, the intro song at the beginning uh, felt kind of like the Brady Bunch in the sense of mm-hmm. like the squares and stuff. So, yep. I did not grow up with any of those shows. Um, it, I, I, I like don't even have familiarity. Oh, really? Any of them? Uh, I d- I did watch I Love Lucy a lot growing okay. up. Uh, we just had DVDs of it, um, and it's it's pretty. Actually, no, it's extremely family friendly. Mm-hmm. But Bewitched, no Brady Bunch, no. I know like the opening, iconic uh, mm-hmm. to iconic opening to Brady Bunch, but not beyond that but i i mean like i do appreciate the set designs great i think it's been funny beyond just the gimmick the gimmick of imitating Mm -hmm. these eras in television and it i love that they are setting up the veneer of Mm -hmm. something's wrong and the and those sitcoms feel polished and fake anyway Mm -hmm. And I think that that's yeah. the point. And I think that's so clever to explore whatever's happening with her. Right. So, yeah. Well, because if you think about those sitcoms, and especially in the times in which they were released, um, 
like you said, they feel so polished because they were. It was supposed to be like, especially shows like I Love Lucy and like Leave It to, to Beaver and like shows like that were supposed to show, were supposed to be for American people to think like this, this is what American families are supposed to look like. This so is true. How, That's a, this is a great point. This, this is the American dream to, to, you know, have the husband who goes, especially leave it to beaver, like have the husband who goes and does, does the work, have the mom dressed all super nice, always her hair is always fixed perfectly, who has the house clean at all times. And, dinner ready on the table by by 5 30 or 6 when the husband gets home and then the two you know strapping young boys which is was unrealistic then and yep. it's definitely unrealistic now um and so that's why sometimes especially now here in 2021 watching those shows it's like people did people really live like that and, and i don't really know if, how many people actually lived like that but that was mm-hmm the ideal that was what people wanted to strive for yep and do you think that there will be any kind of meta i mean in the way that i i don't think that there will be any meta connection or statement on like all right the nuclear family doesn't exist Mm -hmm. in in the united states anymore it might be like a subtle statement about that but Mm -hmm. i think specifically about when Wanda goes to the party planning committee or the committee to plan parties. I don't remember which one. Uh, Angela Ken- Kingsley. Is that her name? Angela Kingsley? Angela Kinsey from The Kinsey? Office? Kinsey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Angela will probably have a few words to say about that. Yep. Um, but yeah, like. When like, they're chanting for the-, the children. Do you remember that? Yes. It's, that the, was it's like, oh, uh, it's kind of creepy. Eerie. But then like they immediately bring you back. Like, just kidding. You didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Very, yeah. very clever directing. Um, Matt Shackman, the director of mm-hmm. this, of every episode so far, I believe, mm-hmm. um, is like a journeyman television director. Um, and it's cool seeing this kind of bold uh, foray into something strange mm-hmm. for the MCU done by someone who knows tv so well and also understands like obviously understands the way the camera moves in the first episode that makes Mm -hmm. it look like the dick van dyke show um very very clever but yeah i don't know if there will be any other like grand statement about the like or in your face statement about the nuclear family and how like America needs to reset its values and be more progressive or anything like that in in the way that black panther was like hey this is about <laughs> this movie is about black people and yeah. for black people and this is important and y'all need to listen uh yeah. i don't know if the mcu will ever be like that progressive on every be... single front but yeah um, i don't know if it'll do that as far as like family i think that it'll show very like different types of families but i don't think it'll say like the nuclear family is dead so who cares yeah. um but uh what was i gonna say i was gonna say something oh back to like that kind of the commentary that it makes in the third episode there's two the doctor that comes to visit them makes two references or like two like like sexist comments i can't remember what the first one was but one he was talking to geraldine aka monica and 
was like, wow, that was, you were such a great help. You know, you would make a really good nurse one day. And Monica is like <laughs> taken aback and she looks at Wanda and Wanda just rolls her eyes and shakes her head mm-hmm. because I mean, at that time, women could, especially black women, could not be doctors. Yeah. That's not how that works. Not in the 70s, yeah. which is dumb. But so anyway, dumb. So um, dumb. We have a couple more minutes. I ha- I have to give, um, a- again, a little another meta moment. But I think Catherine Hahn steals every scene that she's Absolutely. in. Um, it's brilliant to cast her in this role. And I'm super excited to see what further role she takes. I'm assuming that that this role started when she was cast as Olivia Octavius in Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. But in the first episode, this like surprisingly inappropriate joke masked as a 50s, uh, like 50s throwaway line. I was just reading a Cracker Jack magazine article called How to Treat Your Husband to Keep Your Husband. Let me tell you what Ralph could really use is how to goose your wife so you don't lose your wife. (laughs) Which I don't even know if that would have been said in a 50s show. I don't know. And I think that's why I think that's why I laughed so hard at it. I was like completely taken aback because I was like, that was like the probably the dirtiest joke that's ever been uttered in the in the MCU. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I that was I've I have really enjoyed the the episodes so far. I think they're funny. That was definitely the hardest I've yeah. laughed in all three. And I've been kind of disappointed, especially in episode three. Catherine Hahn wasn't in it hardly at all. So. No, but she does really make vision think like, is this reality? Like what's yep. happening? Yep. And and so that interaction I think was really important. Um and also we see vi- like we see Wanda straight up lie to vision about where Geraldine is. Yep. And like how she left. So I I really feel like we're going to see Wanda start to unravel a little bit, which will be really I think interesting to see like you said earlier the depths of her power because I I am definitely a firm believer in Wanda being one of, if not the most powerful mm-hmm. MCU character we've seen. Yes. Because if you think about her in Endgame, she was holding her own with Thanos. Yep. You get to see a like a increasing her powers throughout every yeah. scene she's in, throughout all yeah. the movies leading up to Endgame. Um, so yeah. What do you think? What do you think is going to happen? What's like one big prediction you want to make before we close, Olivia? One big prediction. Um, I think we haven't really talked about sword a whole lot, which I'm sure we'll talk about sword more as yep. we we go further. But I really think that this is I I would like to see. This is my prediction. This is my prediction as I'm thinking through it right now on the spot. I don't think it'll happen, but I think we will see. My prediction is. Nick Fury will show up at some point towards the end. Maybe it'll be an end credit scene after the the final episode. But at, at the end, the end credit scene from Spider-Man Far From Home, yep. we see Nick Fury and he's in some little spaceship thing, it, little, a giant spaceship thing. 
which made everyone think, oh, they're going to incorporate sword. And we've seen lots of references to sword so far. We see it on the helicopter that is in color, despite being every, everything else being in black and white. Probably we a see, drone. Yeah. Um, we see it on the, at the end of episode one on the beekeeper that just shows up mm-hmm. for some reason that was really confusing. And I don't really know what's going on with that. You see the sword uh, logo on that. The, the necklace. Three. Yeah, on Geraldine's necklace. necklace right at the end. So yeah. uh, I think I think Monica Rambo is currently a sword agent, and I think that somehow it's going to connect to Nick Fury, which would make sense because Nick Fury and Captain Marvel are best buds, and that might honestly tie into Captain Marvel too. So Nick Fury is going to show up. That's my that's my guess. My I prediction. think that it looks like Wanda. Had I think that Wanda had the help of Agatha Harkness to create this reality. I think that she's res- she's obviously responsible for it continuing, mm-hmm. but I think that Agatha Harkness is the main villain that we'll see. Yeah, I think so um, too. See her go toe to toe with. So yeah, yeah, fun stuff. Yours, yours is more realistic. Well, I know. I, I think you're right. I think Sword's Sword is like 100 involved too, and it would yeah. be kind of silly to not have Sam Jackson show up. So oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah. He, um, I will say this. He did show up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So it's not like he wouldn't show up for for this. Oh, yeah. 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 I would so. love to see <laughs> Secret Invasion will also happen at some point. I'm I so don't really know. That. That. It's like one of those mega nerd events. I'm like, I really don't care about like shape-shifting aliens, but I guess oh, no, I'll I watch it so eventually uh, when I'm like a 35-year-old man. Uh, <laughs> but and I would love those... I mean, the shape-shifting aliens are scrolls, and I would love to see Sam Jackson go, I'm tired of these mother-effing scrolls on my mother-effing planet. <laughs> because by the time they make it, it'll probably be like 85 or 90, like with yeah. a cane playing yeah. Nick Fury. So and he's who, like, who I've been doing this for so long. <laughs> I'm going to say whatever I want to. I've been doing this since the 90s. Yeah. Make it stop. Yeah, for real. Olivia, yeah. thanks for logging on. We're going to hop off and actually record another episode together. And we will oh, be yeah. joined in that one by Eric Pham. Oh, yeah. And we might Hello, have to Eric. start by asking him what his favorite MCU movie is. I think that's a good. Although that won't come out till much later. But I think we, he should answer it as well. Yes. So uh, For the record. For, for the official record. Yep. So. This has been a layover in Westview State and County Unknown. Olivia. Thanks Isaac. for logging on. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, hopefully we get out of here soon. Yep. This has been right. Flyover Film Country. Thank you, and we'll see you later.